Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Jessica Stevens. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have my guest, uh, Tracy Nguyen, join me because she is going to be sharing a crazy story about the time when she had a, I just lost my 20,000 follower Instagram account. Now what? So for anyone else out there who is a business owner or content creator and has been building your following on Instagram for years, you will know how hard it is to get to 20,000. And not just like any sort of followers, but like good quality, engaged followers with your brand. And Tracy had the unfortunate situation happen where her account was closed. And she lost all of that overnight. And so she's going to be sharing her story today about what happened, how that all unfolded, but more importantly, what she's done since then to move forward and to rebuild her business as well as her brand. So a little bit about Tracy. She is an entrepreneur, content creator, and business coach for women entrepreneurs in the creative and beauty industry. Tracy is also the founder and CEO of BOWO Creative Inc., a Toronto-based social media agency that specializes in the beauty industry and focuses mainly on supporting women-founded businesses. Tracy is also the member of the Toronto Business Development Center's mentor board, where she helps to assess new startup companies and assist startup founders with their marketing strategy. With over seven years of experience in the social media and digital marketing space, Tracy and her agency are now servicing many beauty brands and businesses all around the world. She also has a podcast called Her Inner Badass, a podcast for modern women to get their source of no BS truths mixed with heartfelt inspiration, kindness mixed with badass determination. So without further ado, let's get to the now what? Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off, or I just got engaged, maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had a few actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out, often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? The podcast. Well, hello, Tracy. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to see you. Um, You know, you and I are what we refer to as like social media friends where we like actually spend more time and see each other online than we do in real life. I We've actually only met once in real life before. Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> way back. But we had like a one in-person encounter and then the rest of our friendship bloomed and, and formed online, which I think is great. And then 
I think there was a time where I'm like, I haven't seen Tracy in a long time. Like, what's up? Only to learn that you had come off of social media, not intentionally, but kind of forced. And you had a, I just lost my 20,000 follower Instagram account. Now what moment? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, it was like, where's Tracy? What's going on? So now, like, I know what happened. You mm-hmm. were kicked off of Instagram, which I'm actually not surprised as I'm, I'm actually hearing a lot more stories of more and more people who have had their accounts deleted or have been, you know, blocked or booted from the platform recently. So right. when I learned, when I heard that, you know, from you, I was like, oh my goodness, she, she is one of the many victims of being, you know, removed from the platform. So let's have you share a little bit about you with everybody and then we'll get into your story. So tell everybody a little bit about you. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here on your podcast. This is an amazing podcast. I gave it a listen last week. So yeah. I'm pretty excited to hear this episode on live. So a little bit about me. I am a digital marketing specialist. I'm also a content creator and a business coach. And uh, I love matcha in as soon as you give me anything that has the word matcha, I'll just jump right in and I'll have it. Like it could be matcha latte, matcha ice cream, anything with matcha in it. I'm down. Well, you know, Tracy, I am like a homemade ice cream guru and I actually have never made matcha flavor before. So maybe I need to make you a batch of matcha ice cream. I can't wait. (laughs) I cannot wait. Yeah. So I love matcha. Uh, I'm I'm more of an introvert as opposed to what people often think of me because, you know, I'm very like that 20.6 thousand followers account that you used to connect with me on. You you know, I did a lot of like influencer marketing and really like putting myself out there and videos and all that stuff. So a lot of the time when people look at me, they're like, oh, like you're so social and bubbly, but I'm actually not. some time for me to actually get warm up and I read energy in the room kind of I'm that kind of person so yeah yeah, and you know first time I met you I immediately felt like you had such great energy and I'm so happy that we stay connected regardless yeah (laughs) years I think we first time I met you was a couple years ago so I met you um, before you got married yeah that's true wow so that must be like four or five years ago. Yeah, at least three, maybe four years ago. So yeah, Yeah. it's been a little while. All right. Well, I'm so grateful that you decided uh, to accept my invitation to come on the show and share your story. Because as I said, it is one that is pretty crazy. You know, we're going to unpack the story in a second, but one that is actually becoming more common for people. Mm. And I think that you have some amazing lessons of like what to do when Instagram pulls the plug on your social platform and takes away that massive audience that you took years to build. And I know myself as a social marketer, we rely on platforms like Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and Facebook to connect and reach people. And so when one of those, you know, channels shuts down like overnight, a lot of people would probably, you know, go into panic because that's where a lot of their revenue comes from. So take us back let's rewind. Let's go to the beginning. Where did this story all start? And then, you know, what did you do next after you, you know, you got unplugged? 
Yeah, so it's actually very funny. And until today, I still prefer to that incident as like, this is a part of the universe plan for me. <laughs> because I remember feeling a little bit confused in terms of like, who do I want people to think of me as toward maybe the end of like 2020. Because, you know, when you met me, I think I started my social media career ish <laughs> as a blogger, you know, I was reviewing products, and I was selling makeup and skincare products at the time. So yeah, you were, an, I, you were a lifestyle influencer. Yeah, it was it was kind of like that. I, I it's so funny, because I I'm so I'm still a little bit not used to the word influencer because it's just, that's like a whole different conversation. But so I was really putting myself out there as that kind of brand where people go and, and, you know, get their advice on fashion and beauty. And then, you know, once I started building my social media agency and start working with more entrepreneurs, I started to feel like maybe this war is not really something that I want to be involved with as much. And I wanted to really show more of me than just, you know, looking cute and, <laughs> and all this stage, like perfectly staged flat lace and pictures at the cute cafes, right? So I wanted to kind of stir my direction toward, you know, building myself up as an entrepreneur and as a coach eventually. So mm -hmm. I was kind of confused. And so a day just one day before my Instagram got disabled, I was telling a member of my team, I was like, I don't know if I can deal with this Instagram stuff anymore. I'm kind of getting a little sick and tired of Instagram. And then that night, I was just playing on Instagram, scrolling as usual, and a notification pop up for me to activate the two-factor authentication to something like that. Mm -hmm. So I hit that and I just put my phone down, went to sleep, didn't think much about it. And then I woke up the next morning, and I just couldn't lie. I couldn't lock into my account. So at first I was like, you know, maybe let me try on the computer because I have like 10, 15 other clients accounts on my phone. Sometimes things happen. So I went on and I tried my computer and I keep getting blocked from locking in and it didn't hit me yet. I was like, okay, maybe I'll wait. <laughs> maybe Instagram was just down, you know? So I waited for two hours to try to lock in and that's when it hit me that my account is completely like done, like it's Gone. telling me that I violated the terms and conditions up until today. I still don't know what it is. But anyway, so I hopped on the call with the Facebook team because as a social media agency, we have that access to the mm -hmm. team, uh, which I found that not a lot of people had. So we were lucky. No, trying enough. to get, trying to talk to somebody at Facebook is a mission and a half. So if you it had, a, if you had a line into somebody at Facebook, you were already yeah. like a thousand <laughs> steps ahead of the average person. So yeah. Trust me, I, I try my best to, to use all of the tools I had. I even got linked to somebody who works at Instagram and was able to raise my tickets. And, you know, up until this point, my, my account is still non-existent. So I, you know, obviously at the beginning, I was like, oh my goodness, my podcast is launching tomorrow and I have no Instagram, <laughs> you know, and that was literally the way for me to really put myself out there and market my business or whatever it is that I was doing. And then we were, as an agency, we were also planning to launch a membership program, which we had to put a pause on. But after freaking out for a couple hours, I kind of 
you know, sometimes you just have to take a step back. You know, it is what it is, right? There's nothing much you can do. And uh, I, I think you know this about me already that I am a firm believer in the universe and whatever the universe is doing and try to, to look for lessons. And I took a step back and I realized that, you know what, it, it was actually a good thing because I needed that break. It was getting forced really, pause. Yeah, yes, 100%. Like it was getting a little overwhelming for me just to be on the platform and consuming all that information. It's like I needed to just take the step back and really like rethink the entire strategy. And, you know, as a digital marketer, I always encourage and I always preach about not relying on social media. And thank God I didn't, you know, like we have our email lists and we have everything running like usual. So we were able to still have our business running. But at that time, it really attests. It's almost like the universe is like, you talk about not relying on social media all this time. <laughs> you know, let's see if you can actually survive and thrive through this. Right. And I, I'm actually very thankful that that happened because it helped me as an entrepreneur to be more creative with my approach in terms of like, okay, I used to get people come to me all the time and really just like, how can I sign up <laughs> or what, like send me the price list or how can I book a call with you? And I didn't even have to, like for the first two years of running my social media agency, I spent $0 on ads, you know, it's strictly through organic leads through my Instagram, my personal branding and uh, through word of mouth. So at that point, it started to make me become creative in terms of, okay, now what? <laughs> you know, just like a podcast, right? That's okay, like the name what? of the show, right? Now <laughs> what? So, okay. So you wake up, your Instagram is blocked. You try and log in, still nothing, still nothing. Instagram is no help. Facebook is no help. No one can give you an answer as to why you've been disabled. And now you got to figure out now what, how am I going to communicate to my community and my audience and, mm -hmm. and grow my business with essentially one of your limbs cut off? Yeah, pretty much. So what happened there? So tell us what you did, how you move forward yeah. and, and some tips for people who may find themselves in the situation of having a platform, you know, eliminated overnight. Absolutely. So I was lucky in a sense that at that at that point, my business has grown into a, a team effort as opposed to, you know, a solopreneur. And I was a solopreneur for the longest time. So they were handling a separate Instagram account for our agency. And I, I had decided to kind of take a step back and not be that front face person anymore and let my team shine because you know we have a lot of talented people on our team and so that account was still running the only thing that was off was my account so we what we did actually or what I did was to pretty much reevaluate the whole directions and how sustainable it is for us to grow a business based on my own personal brand right and I realized that it wasn't sustainable and actually, there's two silver linings. The first one is to reevaluate my business structure. But the second one is to realize that, you know, sometimes people think of personal brand as something that you only do online. You know, you only put on this good looking pictures and all these beautiful graphics online. And that's how people perceive you. But personal brand is essentially who you are as a person online or offline, right? I, I remember I was reading somewhere and I think this was a quote by Jeff Bezos and everybody knows who he is. 
But he was saying like your personal brand is what people talk or say about you when you're not in the room. So it has nothing to do with social media, right? So what happened was like when my Instagram account got shut down, I had other people looking for me through our agency account. So we actually had people messaging our team and was like, oh, we were wondering where did Tracy go? <laughs> Because I was trying to look for her content and I couldn't find her. So we had, uh, you know, it, it's something that I was like, wow, I've built my busts my ass off to build this brand all these years. And I didn't take a moment to really appreciate that effort that I put in because, you know, it's, it's easy to just get cut off in this whole Instagram thing, right? Like, oh, you know, you get to 10K followers. Oh, but she has 20 or she has 60K. Let, let me work myself. Then you wouldn't give yourself a break to really think of the amount of work and effort you put in. So that was like, oh, people are actually looking for me. They miss me. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I was like, wow, like that means we were doing something right. And then the second thing was I, I actually, so the account got shut down in January and I was still trying to create another account and trying to, you know, reconnect with as many people as, as I could remember. And I think I grew that account to maybe 100 followers. And I'm just like, you know what, it's, what am I doing? I really don't feel like my energy and my effort is really worth it at this point right now to be rebuilding the account, you know, and um, I, I just need to really focus on my business. And luckily, before I think just a couple weeks, like I swear to God, this whole thing happened for a reason. So just a couple weeks before my account got shut down, I did a IG story or an IG post out there just kind of asking you know, if there's any women out there who are also bosses and, you know, trying to grow the business and scale the business and need an accountability system and want to kind of create this mastermind group to help and support one another. And I got a few replies back and they're all incredible women. So we were able to form that group prior to the account getting shut down. And one of the women in the group, and she's like a super successful entrepreneur, and she has absolutely zero social media presence. She only, she has an account, but she only goes in when she needs to check out people, get in touch with people, that's about it. And she was like, Tracy, why don't you just pick one thing? Like we started this challenge where each of us will pick one project and we're gonna go all in for the next six months and see what we can do. Because we, as entrepreneurs, we have millions of ideas. I swear to God, you don't go to sleep at night. <laughs> oh my God, I, I, I call it like, you know, like entrepreneur insomnia. Like I go to bed every night and I just, there's so many things that we want to do, right? So I'm sure you, you have that curse too of like- Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so picking one thing, that's, that's really good. I'm also part of a mastermind as well. And, you know, it, it really helped me do the same thing, like pick something, Jessica, focus in on that and then mm. report back. Like, what are your steps? How, how are you progressing? What are, you know, show us, show us yeah. what you've done towards this goal. So I'm glad to hear that you had one of those too. Yeah. So it, it helps me a lot. because then I'm like, okay, well, if I can pick one thing, it would just be growing my agency and double our revenue. Like let's try to hit our yearly goal in the next six months because I have no other excuses, right? Like I don't, I, I can't divert my energy anywhere else, but really into the agency and growing it. And uh, we were able to actually not only create a whole new sales funnel and putting a sales system for ourselves, but we also create a, 
entire business system for the agency where I am pretty much working about 10 hours a week right now on the agency and it pretty much autopilot on its own. I'm super grateful if, you know, obviously when that account shut down and the next morning I woke up, I wouldn't, this, this is, this was not how I felt, you know, yeah. but now moment, look like, Oh my God. Right. But yeah, absolutely. But now I'm, I'm like, Hey, that was, that was a part of the plan and it was a good plan. So let's unpack some of, of what's, what's happened in the last six months for you that has allowed you to continue to grow your business. And now, you know, you've, you, you have finally decided to take a step back into the Instagram game and you've recreated a new profile and, and you're starting to rebuild. So for those who, A, maybe don't have much of an online Instagram presence and mm-hmm. they're growing a business, what would be some suggestions and advice for them in terms of building out other channels so they're not all their eggs are not in one basket of Instagram or social media or TikTok or whatever platform it is because we all know the reality like it could be gone in a moment we don't own that platform right? right so what would be your advice for somebody to to protect them I guess get an insurance policy against what could future happen to them and their followers Yeah, great questions. I always prefer to marketing and marketing platforms as similar to real estate, right? So you have assets that you own, and then you have places where you rent. And I prefer to Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat, and even Clubhouse, you know, all of those platforms as the place that you rent. So basically you rent a space on Instagram to promote your business, but you really don't own that place. And they can, again, you know, they can take you out. They can shut you down with absolutely you. (laughs) Exactly. That's the right word. (laughs) That's the right real estate word for it. Yeah. They can evict you anytime. Although in Ontario it's kind of (laughs) hard, but you know, on, on this platform is their rules. It's not your rules. Right. And it sucks because a lot of the people that I've heard having their account disabled or shut down actually have incredible content. And they, they actually people who promoting consciousness, you know, like kind of against what the mainstream media is, is promoting and their account is being shut down. Yes, you do need to have a rented place where you can market yourself and your business because they have what millions of uh, users that yeah, will, it's the, will see. Yeah, it's fish where the fish are kind of concept, right? Like the people are on Instagram, so you got to be right. there to, to connect with them. All right, but you're renting. So let's talk about, let's get back to yeah, renting so you zoning. So you still got to have a place that you own, which is, you know, your website, your email list, right? Because once you have those, nobody can take it away from you. When you have a website, you know, unless it's it's operating on another platform like Shopify or whatnot, no one can really shut down your website. You own all the content on your website. So the strategy that I recommend people to go in is not to build your business or rely on social media to grow their business, but really use it as a leverage. So have the place that you own, right? Have lead magnets, you know, have something that can capture your traffic information, like your, their email, their names, or even the phone numbers, right? SMS marketing is, is another thing that is, is really useful right now. And then use social media to get the fish, 
from there to your own pond, <laughs> to your own place, because you never know. Even if you have 20 people on your email list, I guarantee that the quality of these 20 people are still better than 200 followers on Instagram. Because if they go to your email list and they allow you to get to their inbox, they're interested or at least curious about what you have to say, right? Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes I just hit follow on a profile that I found interesting. But then, you know, at certain points in life and maybe a couple months down, I'm like, oh, well, she's not really giving me the vibe that I want, I can hit unfollow in any second. And there's no way that she would be able to keep in touch with me or reach out to even ask, like, how did you, un why did you unfollow why did you me? Unfollow? Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and it's the same goes to most businesses. Um, please do not rely entirely on social media. And then um, the second thing is there's also another platform that I want to talk about that I think a lot of businesses still not familiar with and that's why they kind of unsure if they should invest their time money and effort in yet and it's called Pinterest so if you are in fashion you in beauty you in coaching or even the social media space I highly recommend you to get yourself there uh, Pinterest is not a social media platform let me put it out Pinterest is actually a search engine so think of Google but very niche down to a very specific industries. And if you are a female entrepreneur or so your business cater toward women, Pinterest is a great place for you to go because 70% of the audience is already women. So you're talking directly to, you know, your target audience, right? right and fish. Exactly. Instead of, you know, trying to see which one will hit on Instagram because there's just every kind of people are on Instagram, right? And you're also talking to the type of audience that is looking for something because you know Jessica when when was the last time you were on Pinterest and and what make you go on Pinterest yesterday <laughs> okay um, yeah uh, no I've obviously you know in my earlier days uh, in Pinterest started for me when I was planning my wedding right so that's that's where I went and pinned all those ideas for my dream wedding and yeah and then, you know, I love to cook. And so I'm a big recipe person. So, you know, a lot of recipe searches for me happen on Pinterest. But as a business owner, yeah, too, there's a lot of content that is relevant on that platform. And yeah, it's it's very, it's, it's always been the platform that's been very different than any of the social ones. So I'm glad that you emphasize to everybody that Pinterest is not a social media platform, although it's mm. connected to all of them, but really it is an engine. It's a search engine. Yeah. And you yeah. said something that was very important is that you went on Pinterest because you were looking for something, mm -hmm. right? You were planning for your wedding. So you went there and you look for something. So you have audience on Pinterest who basically looking for your service as opposed to someone who just mindlessly scrolling on Instagram, right? The quality of the audience is way more, I wouldn't say, well, it depends on different industry, but for mine, at least is a lot higher quality than putting all my eggs on Instagram and Facebook. So that was one of the strategy that our agency took as well as we went and uh, really go ham with Pinterest. Okay. So you moved a lot of your time and your energy and your content creation from instead of creating on so Instagram, you created content for Pinterest. Yes. Okay. Good tip. Good tip. And you <laughs> saw huge growth for you guys through that channel? 
Yeah, I think I can say it organically because we're at this point right now where you know we have a little bit of capital that we can actually budget for ads. Yeah. But what we found is that the same amount of dollars that we spend on Pinterest is generating way more traffic and way more high quality conversion than the same dollars amount that we're spending on Instagram or Facebook. And with the new iOS, you know, update and how now is actually even more difficult for Facebook to gather your personal information, you're not getting the exact same results. I know I'm kind of like changed the topic to like the whole like pay ads kind of thing. But yeah, like if you have the capital and you have the budget and you are looking to grow something on Pinterest or to grow your business on Pinterest, I would say go directly to start running ads to to make an impact that really matters to your business because you know if you yes we were producing content and we're pinning them every day and so whatnot but the organic traffic is not going to be something that you're going to see conversion right away mm-hmm. so put a little budget behind the, some things that you where, where you can be strategic with your money yeah 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 absolutely Awesome. Okay. So here we are six, what, six-ish months later, we're summer 2021 <laughs> after your January kind of did not start as you intended. Would you say that you're in a better place now, halfway through the year of 2021 than you planned in December of 2020? Oh my God. Yes. 100%. And honestly, I have to say, I have to use the word blessed. <laughs> that that we're in a good place because obviously, you know, I can't believe we're still talking about COVID now. I honestly, the whole time I thought 2020 gone, COVID is going to be gone and we're still here, right? And for a lot of businesses, it's not a good news for them. So for us to even being able to hit the goal, the year annual goal within the last six months is incredible. And we're really grateful for everything that had happened. I like I said, I felt like it was a part of the plan. And even now, when I come back to Instagram, and you know, putting out content again, I had, I don't feel that pressure. Trust me, I was this person where every time I post, I would be on my phone and refresh the feed every single minute, you know, just to see like, oh, is my life growing? Who's commenting? Because I have to reply back right away to pick up this algorithm and all of that stuff, right? And I mean, we're still doing the same thing for our clients' accounts because they still need to grow and they, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's still a matters. It's still an that. amazing platform and it's still going to generate a exactly. Lot of yeah. Yeah. But for me personally, I don't. I don't find myself doing that anymore. And I'm just kind of putting out content and really taking my time and really enjoy and have fun connecting with people more than how many followers I have today or whatnot, you know, and I found that it's like, yeah, like I needed that break to, to make Instagram fun and enjoyable again. And just, you know, having real connection with people that I connect to. And, you know, it's the one of the things I want to bring up is very interesting is that although I have like, what, 500 followers now, my engagement rate is actually higher than when I had 20,000 followers. And when I go to my followers count, I can pretty much say a little bit of something about each person because I have the opportunity to connect with them on a personal level. And I love that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely a 
different experience having a, I guess, micro community is what we would call, you know, less, <laughs> less than 5,000 or less than 2,000 versus, you know, where you were before with, you know, 20,000 plus people, like that you can't have the same level of engagement yeah. with that level of community. So I'm so glad that you've kind of found it. You've a, a newfound joy, I guess, <laughs> your your Instagram game. And what are you doing differently now on Instagram than you were before? I think one of the blessing that came out of it is I could finally close that influencers chapter. Personality <laughs> or persona. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could close that completely for good now and really taking the, not really a new one because I was already branding myself as a coach, like toward the end of last year, mm-hmm. but really going full forward and really sharing my journey and, uh, you know, I might change the Instagram bio from a coach to a mentor because I, I feel like I'm more of a mentor than a, than a coach to a lot of people, to my community at least. So, you know, I, I, I have this opportunity to actually build it fresh again and build it right. Yeah, I think that's the best thing so far and really putting out content that aligns with where I'm at. Good. All right. So let's let's circle back and kind of like maybe lay out a little bit of a roadmap for somebody who has lost an, a platform just like you did, or they're brand new, right? So don't have many followers. What are, you know, three pieces of advice that you want to share with everybody as it relates to growing a following and a community in a sustainable way that your business will actually benefit from and it's not just about the vanity metrics that you know yeah talk about all the time for sure so you said it number one tip is stop chasing vanity metrics <laughs> right off the back uh, yeah like honestly 10,000 followers doesn't feel as good as, as having 10,000 dollars coming into your business when you're sleeping when you're not there you know so please do not focus on vanity metrics I know it's hard because sometimes like you know there's days when I slipped (laughs) and I and I found myself comparing with like other coaches and I'm like oh if my account didn't get shut down I would have been able to grow to this like I'm going to be a completely honest it's tough but if you have that kind of reminder somewhere I have a sticky note on my windows that's just say, you know, the, the universe always has my back and that keeps me grounded. Don't focus on that. Focus on really building group relationships and building community. So that's tip number two is build community, you know, build a personal brand that lasts beyond your social media presence. You know, really people buy or, or purchase products and services from you, not really because of the service or the products you have to offer because your social media management, you can find tons and tons of people that are doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. How can we say competitive is really about building that genuine relationship with our community and really show that our mission is to help more female entrepreneurs to grow and succeed by leveraging digital marketing tools and social media. And, and, you know, it, it really hurts us to see a female entrepreneurs who has so much potential has so much talent and and can do what she does really well but instead of doing what she can do really well she's spending time trying to catch up with social media and and trying to chase that vanity metrics right like she's doing basically a disservice to herself and to her community because she's not serving them she's busy 
doing something else on social media. So that's where we come in and we help her. And we we wanted to show that that's, that's the problem that we're trying to help. We want to lift that work off your shoulder so that you can do what you, what, you know, God or the universe, you know, the talent that God or the universe has given to you, right? Mm -hmm. So communicate that message to your community, even if you don't have a lot of followers, people need to know what problem you're solving. And if you're solving a problem that they need, it doesn't matter if you have 100 followers, they're still going to reach out to you and, and ask more about your service or your products, right? And number three is have a strategy in place. Don't just go out there and have a social media account because everyone else is on it. Make sure you have a strategy. Like I mentioned before, get the fish from the rented space to go to your own space, you know, nurture them, get them to your email list, have an email marketing strategy in place where you can send out emails um, to nurture these contacts, so to educate them more about what you have to offer, or even about yourself, or even just to connect with them on a personal level. You never know what can what can happen. We um, we just closed the clients this week, and we've known this this entrepreneur for years. And I I was doing discovery call, and I was like, "How did you hear about this new product that we just dropped?" And she said, "Oh, it's I saw your email. <laughs> your email landed in my inbox this week, and I always like I, I know I've been quiet. I don't really talk a lot to you guys or engage on your social media, but I read everything, and I really enjoy reading all these tips. And then I kept scrolling down, and I saw that you just dropped or just launched a branding package." And I looked at all the items on the package and it's like, they're exactly what I need right now. So I'm ready. How much, you know, and you want to have that. You, you want to have those, those people in your funnels, those high quality prospects that are ready to convert and to buy from you as opposed to entertaining, you know, hundreds of people that might not be your target audience. Right. So if I can give those three tips, that would be stop chasing vanity metrics, <laughs> focus on creating relationship and community. And the last one is have a strategy, an overall strategy with your marketing and not just look at social media as a separate platform. Yeah. So social is just a piece of the puzzle and make sure that you get, you know, that that website made, you know, your own your own pool <laughs> where, where they're coming Absolutely. to to learn about you um, yeah. and email campaign so that you can communicate with them. And then that amazing search engine of Google and Pinterest to really help make things happen and help them help them find you. Yeah. And the last tips is follow Jessica and listen to her podcast because she actually knows what she's doing. Because, oh <laughs> you know, I remember we, we, you know, that example that I just talked about with the clients that we just closed. Yeah. I'm like that like, but with you, I, I always read your posts. I always like, you know, watching you grow and, you know, watching all of this inspirational content that you put out there, but I don't always, you know, we don't always talk, but when we talk, it's like, we just talked yesterday because yeah. we all, <laughs> I'm always following your steps. So yes, do check. Oh, right. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for that, Tracy. And I totally have so much mad respect for you and what you're doing at, uh, your agency, Boo Creative, and it's really inspiring for a lot of people too to see the transformation that you've made from you know where you were when you first started your your origin story in in entrepreneurship, and then how you built up that community, which essentially gave you 
you know, the confidence to say, I can teach other women how to do this, or, and I can do this for other, other women other. and, you know, led, led you to open your agency. So I, I loved your story. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing it. Cause it, I can imagine that losing, you know, your Instagram community was shocking. And I'm, I'm sure you didn't mourn that for a little bit. Right. But I'm glad to see that you didn't, you know, wallow in self-pity and be like, Oh, woe was me. I don't have any Instagram followers anymore. You know, you actually decided to act and you had like a plan and a mission thanks to an amazing mastermind group who really, I guess, supported you during that traumatic event. Right. Can you imagine if you hadn't had that mastermind and then lost all of your followers and, and, you would have been like, well, now what? I'm glad that you were part of a community who encouraged you to focus in on something. So I think that is fantastic too. That would probably be my advice to everybody too, is like get yourself in a circle of Mm -hmm. some amazing people who really are there to help you be your best. Yes. 1000%. Yeah. And if you don't have that circle, go find them, like go find your people because you know, they say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And not to say that you shouldn't be, you know, pouring into other people and and sharing your knowledge for people who are coming up behind you. Like I'm all for that. And I, you know, you are too, you know, we we're both mentors, but you also want to make sure that you're not in those circles all the time, but you're actually jumping into another circle where you're, you're the junior, you're the one who, who needs who's going to be the sponge to like get all the knowledge from other people. You don't want to ever be the smartest person in the room or at the table. Like I always want to be the person learning and then, then turn around and share that with other people and, and, and show up at another table so that you can pass on that knowledge. But I would, you know, any day of the week rather be the girl at the table who knows the least. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened to me. I think I'm the one with the, if we'll put, you know, the scoreboard <laughs> on the table, then I'm the one with the least experience with the smallest company and at the lowest income level. And honestly, I love it because I'm just learning so much from this group of women, you know, every conversation. Sometimes, you know, you, you're just having a casual conversation and they would say something and I'm like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. You know, and then they're like, yeah, once you've been through this, then you'll, you'll see that this is true. And I'm like, wow, like, thank God, I I didn't have to go through that mistake to learn that. But, you know, they always say, you know, your level of failures and mistakes equals your level of success, right? The more mistakes you make, the more successful you are. So I'm super grateful for them. And um, yeah, they kept me grounded. Like none of them has any popping social media (laughs) platform and they are doing it like so amazing things for themselves and and for others as well would you say that being part of that mastermind gave you the confidence that you could do it without your twenty thousand dollar twenty thousand followers because you saw them doing the things that you wanted to do and they had you know very few followers Yeah, I mean, you know, what helped me the most, I think, was the focus challenge, because I have always been in this mindset that the universe will never give you a challenge that you can't handle. So when that happened to me, I was like, okay, you know, let me be sad for a day or two, and then let me get myself back up. So I was already like, I'm going to be back up. But 
but then now what? It was the now what questions for me. And and when they started, let's do this focus challenge and focus on one thing. And great, I have no distraction right now. And I'm just going to go dive in and, and just you know, put all of my effort into it. All the time that you would have been either A, scrolling on your Instagram or B, creating content for that personal channel you got to put in towards this goal of yours, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl. Okay, so do you have anything that you want to share with the, with our listeners? Do you have like uh, a download? Where do you want to send them? How do they get in touch with you? Tell them all the deets. Yeah, for sure. I do have a free download that I think a lot of people love. It's called the Branding Blueprint, and it kind of walks you through all of the things that you need to do to set yourself up so that you can become social media crash proof. And you can visit my website at buildyourbossbrand.com. Yeah, and you know, I, I love to have personal conversation all the time. So once you download that that PDF file, you might get an email from me just checking on you. They definitely uh, will get an email from you. They're not maybe, they will, right? Yeah. I love to see, you know, if, if, if the if the things that I put out there is, is as valuable to other people and it's a whole process of learning and adjusting, right? Mm-hmm. So I love to hear your feedback as well. And yeah, Thank All you right, so gang. much for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so go get your download. Uh, go check out Tracy. She is back on Instagram. So what's your new Instagram name if they want to follow you on social? Yeah, so it's tracynguyen.co. I know I have a very popular Vietnamese last name. It is also very hard to spell. So it's T-R-A-C-E-Y-N-G-U-Y-E-N.co. Awesome. And we will also make sure to put that in the show notes so people can just like click away. (laughs) Well, girl, thank you so, so much for being my guest today. I learned a lot. I'm sure everybody who's listening learned a lot. You'll probably get a a whole bunch of new followers coming out of this podcast because your personality is just so infectious and they're, they're going to put a face to the beautiful voice. And I'll learn some, some things from you because yeah, ladies and gentlemen, she has gone through the, the trifecta of, you know, social media obstacles for sure. And she's come out stronger on the other end. So definitely give Tracy a follow, hit her up on the website, go get that free download. I'm sure I haven't downloaded myself yet. I'm going to go do that today. Packed full of awesome ways to shore up your business and make it social media you know, proof in, in the event of you lose, you know, some of your followers too. Okay. That's it from us. Thanks guys. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I just blank now what? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do how to move forward and help you answer now what see you on the next episode